Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, your weekly dose of accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Here's your host, Mike Jezoshek, CPA. Hello and welcome back. Today's topic is what does my accountant need for tax season? And happy new year. Welcome to tax season. I'm sorry to kind of bring you down right away with this tax season information, but my hope here is to actually provide you with tools and ideas to make this tax season stress-free. So we're going to be going through some things you can do here in 2023 to make sure that tax season is a breeze. Now, before beginning, the number one thing I can say is be proactive. Get your documents and financials in order right away here at the beginning of the year. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to file immediately. It just means you need to get everything together. Gather it, be prepared so that you're not scrambling down the road. Now, we want to first start out with, what does my accountant need for my business tax return? Now, first things first, if you're a partnership or an S corporation, your business is considered a flow-through entity, which just basically means you prepare your business tax return first, And then you report the income from that on your personal tax return via a form K-1. If you're set up as a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC, then you're going to file your business activity directly in your personal return via a Schedule C. So here are some action items to be prepared for for your accountant to make sure this whole business filing process goes super easy. First and foremost, complete your bookkeeping as soon as possible and wrap up 2022. The last thing you want to be doing is thinking about 2022 deep into this year, 2023. Just bite the bullet. Get your bookkeeping completed now so you can start preparing your tax return. If you're a client of Insight, just make sure you complete all transaction questions as well so we have all the information we need to complete your bookkeeping. To best prepare your tax return for your business, you should have a fully completed income statement, also known as a profit and loss, along with a balance sheet. Those two financial statements are going to be exactly what your accountant needs to prepare your business tax return. So again, most importantly on the business side, finish your bookkeeping as soon as possible. Wrap up 2022. We don't want to push this further into the year. Let's end that year so we can move on and start running your business here in 2023. The next thing we want to talk about on the business side is some documents, some things you want to start to gather. So we're going to be talking about receipts bank statements, loan documents, asset purchases or sales, along with completing your accountable plan. So let's start with receipts. This is always a big one. First, gather all of your receipts for 2022, if you haven't been doing that already, and put them on file should you need them down the road as backup support for the IRS. Now, I always recommend, and we talk about this a lot here, but I always recommend taking pictures of of all your receipts, filing them digitally, you know, use Google Drive or Dropbox or HubDoc or some other type of software where you can just take a picture of a receipt, file it digitally, throw that paper receipt away. Again, on your receipts, make sure you're writing on them the who, the what, the where, the why. Put it out directly on the receipt, the business support behind why that's a business expense. Take a picture of it, file it digitally, put it away should you ever need it. The second piece we want to talk about is bank statements. These are going to be really good to have on file should you need to go back to it for certain information or should the IRS ask for it down the road. So just go ahead, log into your bank, log into your credit card, 
and download all the statements for the year. Put them on file digitally. You have them in case you need them. The third piece, and this comes important when you're talking with your accountant, is loan documents and balances. You're going to want to ensure that your loans on your balance sheet match what your bank shows for those loans. So if your bank shows that you have a mortgage outstanding for the business of $100,000, you want to make sure that your balance sheet matches that. So when you're doing your bookkeeping, make sure you have interest separated from principal. The interest portion is going to show up as your, on your income statement as an expense. And the principal portion is going to offset the balance of the loan directly on your balance sheet. The next item is asset purchases or sales. If you made an asset purchase that's not already on the books, let your accountant know. If you sold any of the assets already on your books or already depreciated, if you sold any of those assets throughout the year, alert your accountant. Those are two things that are going to play an important role when preparing your tax return. Finally, complete your accountable plan. If you have an accountable plan for your business, make sure you complete that accountable plan, add the activity to your books so you can close that out. Now, if you want to learn more about accountable plans, we have a whole podcast episode and lesson plan on those. So check that out in the show notes as well. So when we talk about your business, what do you need to do to prepare to get your accountant ready to, or to get your information ready for your accountant when it comes to your business tax return? First and foremost, get your bookkeeping completed. Get it wrapped up, completed for 2022. The things that you're going to want to have to prepare and give to your accountant is an income statement, also known as a profit and loss, along with a balance sheet. The second piece is just gather documents. Get those things on file should you ever need them down the road. Documents that we're talking about that you want to keep on file include receipts, bank statements, any kind of loan documents or balances to prove kind of what your loan balance is on 1231, any kind of record of any assets you bought or any assets you sold throughout the year, along with kind of completing your accountable plan before year end. So once we get done with our business return, again, if you're a pass-through entity, you're going to complete your business tax return. From that, you're going to get a K-1, which will be reported, where you're going to report that income on your personal tax return. If you're a sole proprietorship, single member LLC, you're going to file all that information directly on a Schedule C on your personal tax return. So we talk about your personal tax return. We want to ask this question, what does my accountant need for my personal tax return. And now that we're into a new year, you're going to be getting a ton of documents in the mail. You're going to get a ton of documents in your email. All over the place, you're going to be getting tax documents. You're going to want to ensure that you put everything you receive on file. You're better off sending more to your accountant than less. Your accountant's going to know what is necessary or not, and they can sort through that on their end. But take all those tax documents you receive, put them in a file, and get them ready to send to your accountant. Again, we're better off sending more than less to your accountant. Now, one important thing is to try to get all your documents together in one place and then send it to your accountant as one package. If you send your accountant a document here and a document there and just various documents randomly as they come in, it could lead to some information being missed or lost. So we always say, try to gather all of your documents into one digital file. Once you have all of them together, then shoot them off, send them off to your accountant so they can prepare your tax return with all of your information at one time. So some of the things that you want to be doing to prepare your accountant for taxes on your side, again, gathering documents. Now, if you're a client of Insight, you're going to receive an invite to Intuit link at the beginning of the year here in 2023. 
and you're going to create or, or, or use your current Intuit account to answer a questionnaire, upload all those tax-related documents. And here are some of the things that you're going to want to start to gather as you're thinking about tax season. You're going to want your last year's tax return. This is really good information, of course, if you're working with a new accountant. This is really good information that gives some background history to your accountant. If you have any payroll documents, you're going to want to just upload those. Again, more information is better than not enough. And then you're going to get a bunch of various tax forms. You're going to get a W-2. These are going to be for wages for places you've worked as an employee. You're going to get all sorts of 1099s. There is a 1099 NEC. This is for non-employee compensation. If you have interest at the bank, you're going to receive a 1099 INT. If you receive dividends or stocks, you're going to receive a 1099 DIV or a 1099B or a 1099 COMP. If you have state refunds or unemployment compensation, you're going to get a 1099 for that. If you have pension or retirement income, you're going to get a 1099 for that. If you have Social Security income, you're going to get a 1099 for that. If you have HSA, a health savings account activity, you're going to get a 1099 for that. So you're going to get all sorts of 1099s. Again, these are all going to be vital and important to send to your accountant. You're likely, if you own a home, going to get a 1098. This is going to report how much mortgage interest you pay to the bank throughout the year. If you're a member of a partnership or an S corporation or a trust or some kind of estate, you're going to receive a K-1 from those, and those are going to be used to report activity on your personal tax return. Now, if you're an investor in another company or real estate deal, there is likely a K-1 that you're going to be waiting on for a little bit. And this is one that we often see individuals forget about. You know, they, they invested in something, maybe a small investment in it, and just forgot about it, and then they get a K-1 after the fact. So, just start to gather that information. If you know you invest in a certain companies or real estate deals or something like that, just know that if you have income from it, there should be some type of form coming to you, whether it's a 10 to 9, whether it's a K-1, be on the lookout for that. You're also going to receive some health insurance forms. And if you have student activity, you're going to receive 1098E for student loan interest or 1098T if you had tuition that you paid. So you're going to start gathering all of these documents. You're going to be getting them in the mail, in the email. As you get those documents, again, put them into one digital file. Some things that you can start to collect on your end, which you might not receive an actual document for, depending on the setup, is how much you paid in real estate taxes. You know, if you had high medical expenses throughout the year, you might want to start gathering and collecting that information. If you made charitable contributions, you're going to want to gather all those charitable contributions that you made, whether it was with cash or whether that was a property like a Goodwill or something like that. If you have children and you're paying for childcare expenses, you're going to want to start to gather that. If you're a business owner, you likely have paid estimated taxes throughout the year. Start collecting that. You know, with those estimated taxes right on there, you know, the date that you paid it, how much you paid it for, whether it was for the federal or state and all that information. So just create a spreadsheet with all of this information. Again, as these documents come in, put them in a digital file right away. Once you have all of your documents, give that file to your accountant. Now, if you're just waiting on one or two lingering documents, feel free to send over what you have just so your accountant can get rolling and get started on your return. But just make sure you make it very clear to them that you're still waiting on a document or two and explain what that document is so that they can be prepared for that on their end. So again, when it comes to getting everything ready for your personal tax return, we always say try to get all your documents together in one digital file, one place. And once you have all of those documents, send it over to your accountant as one 
package. We don't want to be kind of throwing a document here, throwing a document there as some things could get missed or lost. You're going to see all sorts of documents come through in the mail, in your email, W-2s, 1099s, 1098s, K-1s from different entities that your partners with. Start to gather all of this information and putting it again in one file. Now, now that we kind of have a good idea of what we need to start gathering from our business for our business return, what we need to start gathering for our personal tax return, let's talk about some due dates. What are the 2022 tax year due dates? And here are just a, a few dates to keep in mind and things to be thinking about as we're getting started here, as we're getting rolling here in 2023. The first one is quarter four estimated tax payments. So 2022 Q4 estimated tax payments are due January 16th. January 31st is when those W-2 forms and those 1099 forms are going to be due to the recipients. So if you have employees, you have contractors, you have vendors that you're paying, make sure you're getting all of those W-2s and those 1099s out by January 31st. Now, if you operate your business as an S-corporation, a partnership, a multi-member LLC, those tax returns are going to be due March 15th. Now, that's the tax return due date. You can also extend it. So if you know you're going to be having trouble getting all this information on time or you want to forever reason extend it, no problem. You just have to file your return or extend your return by March 15th. Again, that's for S corporations, partnerships, and multi-member LLCs. Now, April 18th is going to be that big tax day for your personal tax return. So personal tax returns are going to be due on April 18th. Also, if you're a single member LLC, you're going to be filing as a sole proprietorship. That's on your personal tax return. That would be due then. Again, with this, you have still have time to extend it. So you, your tax return is due April 18th, or it has to be extended by then. C corporation returns also due April 18th, or they have to be extended by then. And then April 18th is also an important deadline for IRA and HSA contributions related to 2022. So let's just kind of run through those tax dates one more time. 2022 Q4 estimated tax payments. They're due January 16th. January 31st is when 1099 and W-2 forms are going to be due to the recipients. March 15th is the due date or extension deadline for S-corporation returns, partnership tax returns, multi-member LLCs. Again, you have to file your return by then or file an extension by then. And then April 18th is when personal and single-member LLC tax returns along with C-corp tax returns are due or need to be extended by. And April 18th, again, is the deadline for IRA and HSA contributions for 2022. So tax season is often a stressful time of the year for business owners. And after things are, you know, typically a lot of business owners wait till the last minute to complete things. It doesn't have to be that way. Take the time now. Take the time here at the beginning of the year, gather everything, have a system in place so you know, hey, when I get a tax document from this place and I get a tax document from this place, have that place that it just automatically goes there. Make tax year 2022 the year that your taxes are stress-free and easy so you can focus more time on your business. One thing that I do in my household, being a tax person as well, is we have just a little folder that we keep on, our, on my desk. And anytime a tax document comes in, we put it in that folder. And then you know, once a week, I'll take that folder, take a picture, scan, get all those documents into a digital file, and then empty that folder, keep it there. Because I know more documents are going to come through. Keep a system. Have something in place so you can make sure you're collecting all of your tax documents, putting them in the right place, 
and having them ready for your account to make this tax season super easy, stress-free. Hopefully that was helpful. Again, Happy New Year. I'm excited to be on this journey with you here in 2023. And we're actually starting something new in 2023. We're going to be answering listener questions on episodes here and there. If you have a question that you want answered on a future episode, go to taxsavingspodcast.com, click podcast on top, scroll down to the bottom of the page and submit your question. You never know. Your question could be on our next episode. Again, thank you for listening. Happy New Year. And let's make this tax year one that is easy and stress-free. See you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review and share with other business owners. You can find previous episodes and more information at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.